For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. Deck maintenance isn't fun. Move the furniture and barbecue, sand and prep, paint, seal, or get a low-maintenance Trex deck. The only colour fade you'll have to deal with is watching the sunset. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. And speaking of World Cups, of course, we had the draw for the Women's FIFA under uh, FIFA 2023 World Cup, which is going to be co-hosted here and Australia uh, July-August next year. ATS sent out Saturday night. Uh, all the stars were out, and I managed to catch up with a few of them post the draw, starting with Alexi Lalas, former U.S. national men's captain. Alexi Lalas, uh, former national men's captain and, of course, uh, one of the FIFA ambassadors as well, mate. Uh, how have you found New Zealand and how did you find that draw? Look, I, you know, we were just talking earlier about you could feel the pride in the room uh, relative to what is coming next summer. And, you know, many, many years ago, back in the previous century, the U.S. hosted a, a World Cup and I was privileged to be a part of that. But I saw what the power in the platform is. And the same thing can happen here. And I think New Zealand already recognizes that there's going to be a lot of people coming. There's going to be a lot of excitement. And it fundamentally can change the way that you think about the game in your country. And for many countries that are coming to the World Cup, using that power and that platform to then take home that uh, that message. So I, I, I couldn't be more excited. I think New Zealand already, and we're still a year away, um, is very, very excited about what the potential is both on and off the field to kind of welcome the world. And I, there were people before this draw that were texting me and calling me and saying, hey, listen, we really want to go to New Zealand. It's kind of a bucket list thing for a lot of people. And so that they can check that box and follow the beautiful game in a World Cup competition. It's like the best of both worlds. We've got a big Dutch population here in New Zealand. And how many American fans do you think are going to be at that opening game? Oh, they're coming. They're coming. You, you're not going to be prepared for it. It's going to be awesome. A lot of red, white, and blue. A lot of Americans running around your streets for good, for, for better or worse. Mostly for better. Uh, <laughs> but it's, it's going to be fun because they like to have a good time. They like to spread the gospel when it comes to the, uh, the game. And I think they're incredibly uh, open and respectful of the fact that they are guests in a country, but a beautiful country. And hopefully that message not just goes back with from a soccer perspective, but hey, you got to go to New Zealand. You've got to go to New Zealand indeed. Now, uh, where do you think the U.S. women's team is at at the moment? They are a, a, a bit in transition? Yeah, I think that this is a, a team in transition. That happens to all great teams, and there's a generational type of swing that's happening here. Head coach Vlako Andonovsky has really kind of used this last cycle to make some changes. She's still got some usual suspects. It's still a very good team and certainly can win another World Cup. But let's be honest, the rest of the world has, has started to catch up, and in many cases probably has caught up. That's good for competition. Uh, when it comes to the sport, it's good for the uh, the World Cup. But, you know, this is the defending champions. And the two-time champions in a row going for the third time, historical type of thing, never been done before in men's or women's. I think they have that prize. And this new generation grew up watching these incredible athletes and these successful athletes. They want it for themselves. And starting next year, this is their World Cup and their ability to kind of stand up there and win a World Cup for the U.S. Now, if there's one thing uh, that you're famous for outside of football that is rock and roll, um, you're still playing guitar, or what are you listening to? at the moment. I am. I actually, uh, what am I doing? Uh, I got a new album coming out here in a couple weeks right before the World Cup. Just some more pop rock type of stuff for uh, the three people that listen to it including my mother. And uh, she'll be very, and sometimes I'm on there, not all of us, but, but definitely you know, I think she'll get, the, get get this one. So it's something that I love to do, something that I always have, uh, have done. I just love 
pure pop music. I'm, in, I'm forever in search of the, uh, the perfect pop song. I haven't quite found it yet, but, you know, hope springs eternal. Yeah, what, what are you listening to at the moment? What's on the, what's on the Spotify? Oh, that's good. What do I got? Uh, what was this one coming over here? I had some uh, some new Butch Walker, who's a writer-producer uh, out there. Um, let's see, what else? Um, from a rock perspective, oh, I, I love Airborne. Mm. Uh, I think they're an Australian band, um, just from a pure rock type of perspective. That was cool. So there's the, those are a, a couple of things. Taylor Swift dropped an album last night, right? That's what I heard. Yeah. Everybody's going crazy about it, so I'm going to have to check that out. She's, a, she's an incredible artist. You didn't think I'd throw out Taylor Swift, did you? I, I didn't. I was yeah, uh, zigging and zagging, my man. Yeah, you are. You are indeed. He's got Tay-Tay fever. Right? Lexi Lalas. I wasn't up at midnight to get it, but, you know, I'm, I'm really excited about it. Good stuff, Alexi. Hey, thanks very much for your time, brother, and uh, travel, travel home safe. Eh? Thank you very much. Thanks for having us. You've been wonderful as, uh, uh, you know, welcoming us. Alexi Lalas, uh, yeah, absolute champion bloke. And, yeah, he's got a new album on Spotify, average, uh, out today. Uh, I don't know if you remember him from the 1994 uh, US Men's World Cup. He was the captain of the US team, and he was like a ginger Jesus. He had the big beard <laughs> and long hair and uh, and everything. He, he looks quite different now, but he's uh, he's always had rock bands. And uh, he's got, he's an interesting character. He's a good. He's a good chap. Yeah, definitely wasn't expecting him to throw out some Taylor Swift there when he's talking about the likes of Airborne. But yeah, <laughs> sure. Why not? I mean. You're a rocker yourself. I'm sure you enjoyed that. I'm sure you gave him many recommendations once you guys uh, stopped uh, recording there. Oh uh, yeah. Well, I was, I was gonna. I, I said, I you know, you, you look like a Rival Sons kind of guy to me, and he was like, I love Rival Sons. And I was like, Oh, there you go. There's a recommendation for you. He's like, All over it. All over it. So that was good. Hey, I also caught up with uh, Australian coach Alan Stayich. Now he's he's a former Matildas coach, Alan Stayich. He also coached the Central Coast Mariners in the A-League, but he is now the coach of the Philippines, and the Philippines, of course, are drawn in the Football Ferns group, so I caught up with Alan after the draw as well. Alan, how do you, how do you feel about that draw and been based in New Zealand? Yeah, look, um, I've said it a couple of times already in a couple of interviews, but we've got all the freezing cold countries and we're playing in Wellington and Auckland. Um, but just, you know, it's really, it's a privilege to, to be in such elite football company. Um, you know, even New Zealand, who a team have been to so many World Cups and Olympics and a team that's been together for so long, um, have really good pedigree within their team, so a really good opportunity for them to get out of the group. And Norway's been a perennial heavyweight in women's football and in Switzerland's just a football powerhouse in men's and women's football so for us we've got to punch above our weight uh, regardless of who we got and, and this group's no exception Does it feel because you've got a group that has a host country in it that wouldn't normally be a top seed that it does give you more of a chance to advance? Um, not really, no, every group would have been tough for us, I was actually the least nervous I've ever been for any draw in my entire life um, because I just knew wherever we fell it, we're the lowest ranked team in the group and, and we have to punch above our weight as I said before, um, I'm actually excited. It's New Zealand. I hope we have a full house, and you know our players are relatively inexperienced on the international stage. So for them to play in front of a full house at a, at a World Cup against a home nation will be just a, a great occasion. You played the uh, football ferns recently in the in the US. What did you learn from that? Oh, look, we wanted to play a team that was much higher ranked than us, and and one that presents some different football problems. And they're a physical team, and as I said, a team that's been together a long time. So just to play against a team that's experienced and has that pedigree. It was a really good learning curve for us. We, we were close in the game, but they, were, they they ended up being a little bit lucky to win in terms of uh, how the goals happened, but they were certainly the better team, but we learned a lot from that for sure. And physicality, how do you guys go uh, how do you guys go with that, given that you've got, like you said, a couple of uh, big European countries and New Zealand's not the smallest team either? Yeah, look, we've 
improved. Uh, we started a long way back uh, 12 months ago, but in 12 months we've come so far, and in the next seven months, who knows how much further we'll go. You mentioned the cold. Have you got a, have you got a plan to get the, uh, the, the the team used to that? I just told the manager they better be triple jackets, beanies, gloves, and all that for me, let alone let alone uh, the players. But you know, we'll probably probably be reminiscent of the cool running scene coming out of the airport. <laughs> just base yourselves in Canberra as a, as a, as a lead up, maybe. Yeah, yeah, the snowy mountains in Australia. Nah, look, I'm really looking forward to it, and just to grow the game throughout both our countries is going to be an amazing experience for Australia and New Zealand, and you know, hopefully they can embrace it and turn out in big numbers and show their sport. Alan, thanks. Thanks very much for your time, mate. Uh, congratulations on the draw. Look forward to hosting you here. Thank you. Can't wait. There, Alan Stayach there. Yeah, the Philippines ranked 53rd in the world and they will join New Zealand, Norway and Switzerland in Group A at the World Cup kicking off in July next year. And uh, the first game of that group is actually New Zealand get to play Norway at Eden Park for the opening game. Carly Lloyd, if you don't know who she is, she has won the World Cup with the US women's team twice. Pleasure to be joined by Carly Lloyd, absolute legend of the women's game. How, how did you find that draw? Well, obviously I'm a bit biased for USA, <laughs> but uh, I, I think that it's a, a very good draw for them, uh, especially given the travel and staying within New Zealand. Um, I think it's going to be amazing for New Zealand as well. Um, but yeah, you know, as we know. It's a long way to go to get that trophy, so it's going to take uh, you know just true grit and, and belief to get through it. Talked to Vladko earlier. He's obviously knows the challenge in front of him. Uh, no pressure. You only won it twice before you got the job, buddy. How do you think the women's team are tracking at the moment ahead of this World Cup? You know, it, I honestly don't know. I, I think that you know it, it is a a bit in transition Um, there's a lot of younger players a lot of inexperienced players the only way you get experience is by playing in these moments so I think that you know there is a lot of pressure there's always pressure to play for you know the red white and blue and and anytime you put on that jersey Um, so it's going to be very interesting to see what players you know really thrive off that pressure Um, maybe the pressure may get to some some people a little too much but uh you got to believe you can win you know that's that's the biggest thing and then you know the rest kind of falls into place but um yeah you know they have the talent they have uh the opportunity to do well and it's going to come down to each and every player you would have watched the recent game against england and i know that would have hurt but what did you looking at that game what did you learn from it you know, I, I, I think that the, the mentality um, has to continue. You know, that, that mentality, whether you're down a goal or whether you're up a goal, um, you have to fight till that final whistle. And so over the course of, uh, of this team's history, we have just found ways to win no matter what. Sometimes it was ugly. Sometimes it was, it was pretty. Um, we just did whatever we possibly could to find a way. So um, I think that's going to be the biggest test. You know, what what is the mentality going to look like going in? Friendlies are one thing, but when you get to the real thing, um, there's a a lot of pressure. So uh, they have what it takes. They're capable of it. Um, They just have to to all bring it out together. Of course, the uh, the bonus of being on the ground here for the draw is that you can now go and pick the best hotel and book those rooms for uh, for 2020. Uh, how ahead of the curve are you? 
You know, I I, I may be here uh, working, um, still to be determined, but um, yeah, you know, I would love to come back here. I, I've, I've been here for a week now. I've, I've had some pockets of time, um, but it's a beautiful country. Uh, the, the, the people, the food, the oysters, the wine, um, I've been trying to, to indulge in it all, so I, I hope that I'm back. Now, hopefully we can get you over to Waiheke for a week. You do a week of Waiheke and not hit every vineyard. You need to get across I did there. mud brick. You did mud brick? Yeah, my husband and I went to mud brick. Amazing wine, amazing food. Yeah, it was beautiful. Great stuff. Hopefully we see you back here in 2023 and you get a bit more time to uh, explore the wineries. I would love that. Thank you. Thanks very much. Mm-hmm. Carly Lloyd, absolute legend of the game, won two Women's World Cups with the U.S. national team. Um, now, New Zealand's draw, they've drawn Norway. They played Norway earlier this year, lost to them up in Norway. I think 3-0 was the final score. Hegerisa is the coach of the Norwegian national team. Hegerisa, the coach of uh, the Norwegian team. Uh, how do you feel about the draw and being based here in New Zealand? I feel good about the draw. I love to stay here. And having the opening game against New Zealand is exciting to kick off the World Cup. Uh, that would be amazing. You um, played New Zealand only recently up, up in Norway. What did you learn from that and what did you make of the team? Good team, uh, competitive team, strong mentally, strong physically, always give 100%. So, yeah. And playing at home with a lot of fans, that would be a, a challenge for us. Do you feel like, because New Zealand are a host, so they get the top seed, do you feel like you were actually the top seed in the group because you're the, the higher seeded team? I think the, the teams in our group is competitive, so I feel we are equal quality. Uh, playing home is a little bit advantage, so I feel like a competitive group. Yeah, so you think that evens things out? I think so, yeah. Yeah, and, and the Swiss, they're a, a little bit... We've played the Philippines recently, we've played Norway recently, we don't know too much about the Swiss. How do you rate that team as a danger in this group? I think Switzerland has a good good team, uh, good players. Um, Philippines, I haven't played and see, so I, I can compare yeah. to them, but I feel like the competitive group, uh, it will be. And, and what's your plan from here? Do you stay here and scout? now or do you, are, you, are you going home uh, this weekend? We will go and see stadium and hotels and base camps and everything and then we go home and look at video and plan uh, games for preparation and then we will come back uh, early July and hopefully have a game here before the opening game. Thank you very much for your time and good luck and travel safe. Thank you. It's a quarter past midday here on SCNZ. Ricardo Ball in for you on your Labor Day Monday. And uh, I was at the FIFA draw for the Women's World Cup in 2023 on Saturday night. And I got to talk to Yitka Klimkova, the football ferns coach, who looked resplendent in an outfit she'd chosen specifically for this event. It was one half was white, one half was black. Yeah, Kurt, loving the outfit, black and white, well thank done. Thank you, thank you, yeah. You know, team is, uh, it's all about the team. So team colours are the key. The key, indeed. How do you how do you feel about the draws? A lot of teams in there you've played recently. Yeah, I think it's, uh, again, it's competitive. You really can find here a weak opposition. The teams have uh, all qualities. Uh, they have a reason why they qualified here uh, to, to this World Cup. And, yeah, having no 
Norway and having Switzerland in the group, two European uh, teams. Well, I'm from Europe, so I quite am uh, I'm familiar with the way how European teams uh, play. And playing Norway a couple months ago, very very good competitive game. Uh, our way how we played against Norway is the way how we really want to compete. And obviously we played against Philippines uh, as well a couple months ago, and we beat them. Those are good signs. Yeah, very good signs. Uh, the Norwegians, obviously, you know the Philippines. You know how much do you know about the Swiss? I spent uh, more than 30 days in summer studying the Euros uh, in July. So yeah, I've seen a lot of games uh, of Switzerland. It's strong opposition, very good defense, very organized defensively. Has have a lot of good uh, quality players in attack. We have to be very uh, aware of Bachmann, who is one of the best uh, uh, attackers in the world. So, but overall, uh, we are ready to compete. We are keeping our goals the same. We want to get out of the group, and we believe that it's actually playable. How are you getting on with some of those players that aren't available at the moment, like the rear Percivals? Uh, I know Hannah's had a few knocks through. Rebecca Stott's had a few knocks, and Abby Usyk's been missing for a while. Are you confident those players will be ready for the tournament? They are doing everything. They are so committed uh, to their recovery and uh, everything is going well. I'm knocking on wood. Uh, so hopefully uh, all those players are going to be available for, for the World Cup uh, July 20th. Yitka, thank you very much. Go thank well. You. Enjoy your evening. Thank you so much. Yeah, let's go Ferns. So there you go, Yidka Klimkova, the Football Ferns coach, uh, pretty happy with that draw, she said. And of course, other thing that came out of the draw was that in the United States, women's team are going to ba- be based here in New Zealand. They'll play all three of their group games here. In fact, I think the way the draw works, they'll play every game through to the semi-final here uh, if they get that far. Uh, Vladko Andonovsky is the coach of the US women's team. He is taking over uh, for this tournament. Vladko Andonovsky, the uh, USA coach. Uh, how do you feel about, about the draw and about being based in New Zealand? Yes, uh, I think that uh, it's a very exciting draw, uh, very good matchups. We're looking forward to, to play these teams. Uh, they're all going to be good games. And uh, the fact that we're going to be in New Zealand, uh, it's exciting. The, so far, they've been uh, really good hosts, and uh, I expect nothing less uh, when we come back here. Yeah, the, uh, in terms of uh, the setup here, quite different to what you've got back, back home in terms of uh, how big the country is and the size of the state and things. I mean, how soon do you want to get down here with the team to get used to the conditions? We're actually uh, going to stay here first for a few days uh, to uh, to finalize uh, all the logistical uh, details in terms of uh, hotels, base camp, uh, training complex, and uh, once we have those uh, those details, uh, we're gonna uh, we're gonna start planning on uh, on uh, the calendar for uh, 2023. A lot of history with the United States women's team, of course, uh, defending champions back to back. How much pressure do you feel? I mean, uh, I started feeling pressure the moment I got this job. Uh, I, when I got this job, the te- this team was already a back-to-back champion, so I knew what I, what I signed up for. I knew what I uh, what I got myself into, but uh, in the same time, uh, it's exciting. I mean, uh, how uh, how exciting it is, and I'm also thankful for the opportunity to work with the best team, to work with the, with, uh, the best team in the world and uh, the back-to-back champion. Uh, now, uh, hopefully, we'll be able to, to get with uh, 
one more uh, one more trophy uh, home. Yeah. And how, how, I mean, we talked about the draw, Vietnam and the Netherlands in there as well. Obviously, there's going to be a lot of talk about those two games, given the history between the countries and with the fixtures in the past. I mean, is there a game that you're looking forward to more than another? I mean, obviously, Netherlands is the game that uh, not just uh, we are looking for, uh, for uh, forward to. I think that if you're looking uh, at the matchups in the group stage, I think that uh, everybody's looking forward to that uh, matchup uh, first uh, uh, because it, it is a, a repeat of the of the 2019 final, but also it's because uh, because it's the two teams that are uh, that are highest uh, they have the highest ranking uh, currently so match uh, playing against each other so it is exciting and uh, we're looking forward to it uh, because uh, it's uh, it's going to be a good game but it's going to be a good show Vladko thanks very much for your time and best of luck uh, for the tournament to come thank you very much there you go. Those uh, some of the interviews that uh, collected on the night of the FIFA Women's World Cup draw that took place at the Aotea Centre on Saturday night, and uh, the full draw now available up online as well as our, as I mentioned, uh, New Zealand. Uh, interesting draw having Norway, uh, Philippines, and Switzerland. Uh, that group is very qualifiable from uh, the Swiss. It should be come down to New Zealand and Switzerland, really, in that group for second spot. The Aussies have got the Republic of Ireland, Nigeria, and the Canadians. Uh, the Canadians are a very good team. To, that'll be a challenge for the Aussies to top that group. Also based here will be Spain, Costa Rica, Zambia, and Japan in Group C. USA, Vietnam, Netherlands in the Group A winner playoff as well in Group E and Group G, which consists of Sweden, South Africa, Italy, and Argentina. Uh, for you England fans, they drew China, Denmark in the Group B playoff winner. That group will be based in Australia. France, Jamaica, Brazil and the Group C playoff winner will also be based over there. That is Group F. And then the final group, Group H, sees Germany, Morocco, Colombia and the Korea Republic all play each other. And that is probably the toughest group of the World Cup. Sorry about the noise. My neighbour's sanding his deck. My motto, don't work on your deck, play on it. Life's good with a Trex deck. Low maintenance with a 25-year residential warranty. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.